BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Carrie Donahue, in for Dave Smith. It's Friday, July 8th, and we're the podcast that updates whenever there's news, all day, every weekday. Here's the latest. If you live in Canada, well, then you probably can't hear me because of a massive nationwide internet outage. The problem is with Rogers Communications, a huge company that supplies both cell service and home internet to around 12 million Canadians. The outage has affected everything from ATMs and debit cards to 911 services. The company said on Twitter it is fully engaged to resolve the issue. Messages condemning the assassination of former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe are coming in from around the world. President Biden says he's outraged and stunned. The current Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida calls it barbaric. The 67-year-old Abe was shot twice at a campaign event in western Japan earlier today, and he later died at the hospital. A man in his early 40s was arrested at the scene. He's reported to have trained in firearms in the Japanese Navy. It's illegal to own a gun in Japan, and you should see this gun. It's makeshift, made out of wood and pipe, and sort of wrapped around with what looks like electrical tape. President Biden has signed an executive order that aims to protect abortion access in part by expanding access to federally approved abortion medication and contraception. Though Biden again asked Americans to vote, 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 vote. Come November, in order to get enough Democrats to codify Roe into law. Biden has rejected progressive calls to set up abortion clinics on federal land and expand the number of justices in the Supreme Court. Wisconsin's Supreme Court has prohibited most drop boxes from being used to return absentee ballots. The ruling by the court's conservative majority is a victory for state Republicans. They've argued that drop boxes violate a law that absentee ballots be returned either to a municipal clerk or via mailbox, and the court agreed that the boxes do not constitute a clerk or a mailbox. The change goes into effect before the primary next month. Imagine you're in a car at an intersection and the car in front of you won't move. Neither will the cars on either side or the car behind you. And then you notice none of them have drivers. This really happened in San Francisco recently, according to Wired. Cruise, the self-driving taxi service that's been granted permission to carry passengers in San Francisco, lost touch with its fleet across the city for about 90 minutes. And according to a cruise whistleblower letter, this happens with regularity. Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens. So check back when you want to know the latest.
Coming up, we dive into why one government official wants Apple and Google to get rid of TikTok on their platforms. The changing world of hybrid work offers new possibilities. WebEx enables them with an open platform and many integrated partners, like Notion, Unifor, and SalesLoft. Powerful partnerships power hybrid work. Visit apphub.webex.com. WebEx, working for everyone. In Texas, Governor Greg Abbott has ordered state police and the National Guard to intercept undocumented immigrants from Mexico and take them back to ports of entry. Immigration enforcement is usually reserved for the federal government, but Abbott says the unprecedented number of migrants crossing the border is forcing him to act. In case you forgot, Abbott is up for re-election in November. The monthly U.S. jobs report for June is in, and it's better than expected. The U.S. economy added 370,000 jobs last month, which brings the country very close to pre-pandemic levels of employment. It's a bright spot in an economy that's struggling with inflation and slow growth. The biggest job gains were in leisure and hospitality, a sign that people are going out to eat and traveling again. The unemployment rate remained unchanged at 3.6%. Russia can't seem to hide its glee at the political downfall of Boris Johnson. The British prime minister, a strong supporter of Ukraine, announced his resignation Thursday. The Kremlin's official response? According to Reuters, a spokesman said, quote, He doesn't like us. We don't like him either. Too bad for Moscow that even in his resignation speech, Johnson signaled that British support for Ukraine will continue after he leaves office. And let me say now to the people of Ukraine that I know that we in the UK will continue to back your fight for freedom for as long as it takes. Elon Musk's plans to buy Twitter? It's looking less and less like that's going to work out. The Washington Post reports Musk's team has, quote, stopped engaging in certain discussions around funding for the $44 billion deal. It seems to be hung up on claims that Musk's team is making about not being able to verify how many of Twitter's users are spam accounts. They've said a change in direction in the deal is coming, though they didn't say what that change would be. The Times, they are expensive. A new recording of 81-year-old Bob Dylan singing his 60s folk classic, Blowin' in the Wind, sold at an auction today for roughly $1.8 million. The recording was pressed on a -a one-of-a-kind iconic original disc made of aluminum, which its producer, T-Bone Burnett, claims delivers better quality audio than vinyl. Few people will get to hear the recording, though, at least for now. The unnamed purchaser only bought the physical disc, not the right to distribute the song. TikTok is among the most popular and fastest growing apps in the world. It's based in the U.S., but it's owned by a Chinese company called ByteDance. A recent BuzzFeed News investigation based on leaked recordings from meetings at TikTok has raised questions about how much of users' data is being shared with ByteDance in China and whether the Chinese government can access it. TikTok has denied sharing user data with the Chinese government, but FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr is now calling for Google and Apple to remove TikTok from their app stores or explain why the app isn't violating privacy policies. Thanks for joining us on The Refresh, Commissioner Carr. Good to be with you. Thank you. So we hear about personal data all the time, but what exactly is that? So what information about me 
do ByteDance employees potentially have access to? With TikTok, a lot of people look at it and they say, well, it's just funny dance videos or memes. What could possibly be the espionage value in that? And it's not the videos itself. What happens is once you put TikTok on your device, the video is just the sheep's clothing. Underneath, they're pulling everything from search and browsing history, keystroke patterns and rhythms, location, biometrics, including face prints and voice prints. So I'm not concerned about the videos going back to Beijing. I'm concerned about that underlying data having surveillance value and going back to Beijing. But why are you so concerned about that? What would be the problem if Beijing did have access to that? What we've seen there is a track record of taking that data and engaging in nefarious acts, whether it's blackmail, business industrial espionage, foreign influence campaigns. I also don't know that there's so much of a concern for any one individual with their data. But when you have millions and millions of Americans in the aggregate having this phone and that data then flowing back to China, that's where the concern is. So... Recently, TikTok CEO said that China-based employees can indeed access U.S. user data. This was following a lot of New York reporting from the New York Times and other publications. But does that necessarily mean the Chinese government can also access it? I think so. China has a national surveillance law that requires every entity there under its jurisdiction to collaborate with the Chinese government in its surveillance activity. So there's really hard to see any world in which data that flows back into the PRC doesn't end up being seen or used by the CCP. And for listeners who might be a little confused, CCP, Chinese Communist Party, PRC, People's Republic of China. That's right. But you're not going directly after TikTok, Commissioner. You want Google and Apple, which are American companies, to remove the app from their stores. Why? That's right. Well, I think that TikTok is a national security issue. There's plenty of precedent for Google and Apple to boot from the app store apps that have, for instance, sent data surreptitiously to servers in China or otherwise engaged in processing and using data inconsistent with their public representations. So it would be fair for Apple and Google to say, look, we're not national security experts. We're not going to boot Apple and TikTok based on the national security concerns you're raising. And my response would be, okay, but you are experts in applying your app store policies and surreptitious data flows by entities in the app store has been a basis before for Apple and TikTok to kick people out, separate and apart from national security. And that's what I think they should do here. I do wonder, though, how realistic it is to ask these companies to remove the app. I mean, according to some numbers, TikTok has around 80 million users in the US, and that number is only growing. It's a huge part of people's lives now. So is this a realistic ask? It's a big ask. That's that's for sure. And I understand these companies, they have you know supply chains deep into China as well. That could influence their decision here. But hopefully the Federal Trade Commission can step up. Also, there's a process being run out of the Treasury Department, an organization called CFIUS, that's looking at putting some increased controls in place, not just with TikTok, but with other entities. So while my ask is one, I would conceive of it as part of this broader federal effort to look at addressing the threats that uh, TikTok poses. Commissioner, do you ever go on TikTok? Do you have a TikTok? <laughs> I don't have TikTok, but I do go on the internet. And I see a lot of fun, interesting dance and video memes. And some people have criticized me and they said, well, you're just jealous because you don't know how to dance. That's why you want to get rid of TikTok. <laughs> uh, they're, they're certainly right. I don't know how to dance, but that's not the basis for my concern. Commissioner, thanks for chatting with us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Brendan Carr is a commissioner at the FCC. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. 
The Refresh from Insider is produced by Frank Alito, Grace Eliza Goodwin, and us, Rebecca Ibarra. And Carrie Donahue. I'm the executive producer sitting in for Dave Smith. Andy Bowers is the head of audio at Insider. And we had extra help this week from Alan Haberchak. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you.